finding your aesthetic. Your aesthetic is pretty much everything about you. And it's not always something that you can see. It goes deeper than it's the music you listen to, what you wear. It's really about who you are. Do you need an aesthetic? I think whether you want one or not, everyone has one. I think the most important thing about an aesthetic is that it's functional. It's functional for your life, it makes sense, because your aesthetic is really just who you are. It is what you wear. It is the music you listen to. It's what you drink and the cup you drink it out of. It's your room. It's your house. It's the way you live your lifestyle. It's the shoes you choose to wear. It's the underwear you choose to wear. It's how you choose to do the little things. It's how you choose to decorate your house. It's how you choose to speak. It's how you choose to think. Everything really fits into this one aesthetic, which is kind of nice because it's not just how things look really on the outside, even though it is, it's, it's something about how, how things feel, making your life beautiful, making your life like a piece of art. Instead of just painting a picture, you're kind of painting your life, which is great. It's probably one of the best creative endeavors or creative things that you can do, just creating your own life, creating your own aesthetic. To me, the way things look, it's really, it's really important because it affects the way you think, you know, your environment, what you have around you, the things that you choose to associate yourself with, it all reflects back on you. And for me, my aesthetic, I like to be functional. There, there has to be some utility. I don't like a whole bunch of extra shit I don't need. I like pretty much to have one color. Most of my clothes are gray. I have like a brown pair of boots and a brown pair of overalls just because it's hard to find work clothes in gray. So either brown, gray, black, things like that. Um, and sometimes I have like a pop of color. The new shoes I just got are green because they were on sale for 65 bucks and they didn't have a black or a gray. So green, if I can't go with a, like a gray scale, I'll go with uh, something kind of natural. Like I try not to do like bright blues, bright stuff, bright greens, neon. Nothing like that, just kind of muted, natural, something that can go with everything. And since pretty much all my clothes are gray, if I do have to get a piece of clothing that's outside of that color scheme, it doesn't really matter because it's gonna go with everything I have since everything matches. And the one-off pieces that I get that I can't find in gray, that's fine because what's more important than the color to me is the functionality. And what's more important than the functionality well, nothing is really more important than functionality when it comes to material things. Functionality and beauty, and I, and I think they, it has to look good. I'm not going to wear something that's completely, that's just completely ugly. Because I don't like, if I don't like looking at it, then that, that defeats some of the utility. Beauty is not exactly utility, but having something nice to look at and just having it look nice, I, I do think it is utility because if something sticks out too much, if it's just not a good looking thing, then well, I like to blend in, and I think that's part of the aesthetic, just kind of blending in, and if something just doesn't blend in, then that's not the aesthetic. It's, it goes back to the utility of camouflage. Camouflage doesn't have to be the actual camo print. It could just be, okay, if I'm wearing this out in public, probably, well, if, if I'm wearing the hood, someone might look at me. My wife says I look like a, a serial killer when I'm wearing this, but I'm not wearing the hood, then, I mean, you're not gonna, you're probably not gonna look twice which is how I don't like to draw too much attention. I would say that's part of my aesthetic. I think beautiful things don't draw that much attention, but when you look at them, they are stunning.
I'm not trying to make myself into some beautiful thing, but I'm, I'm saying if you look at a tree, you don't really look tr twice at most trees you look at. But if you really look at a tree, you can be like, wow, I didn't. There, there's a lot that goes into this tree. There's the root systems, there's the bark, there's the leaves, there's the branches, there's how tall it is, there's how wide it is. All these little things that if you do take the time to notice are beautiful. That's kind of how I like to live my life and like when I dress. Well, at first glance, this is just, uh, just some hoodie, but I got this particular hoodie, one, because it was on sale. It was 28 bucks and I've been looking for a, a synthetic hook, hoodie for traveling and hiking. And it fits really well with my layering system. So if I pack it up, I can scrunch it up, throw it in my bag. It doesn't take up too much space. Whereas, you know, my other hoodies that I currently have are cotton and they're a little bit bulky. You can't really, you can't, they're hard to pack. My wife and I have this trip coming up, so I've been really focused on trying to find stuff that is just really minimal because, well, the less shit that I'm carrying and the less weight and the less bulk that it takes up, the more room I have for, well, one, it's just less cumbersome traveling, just having less stuff. I think that's important. I would say that's also part of my aesthetic, traveling light. But in addition to that, my kid has a whole bunch of stuff. My wife has stuff. So if I need to, if I need to carry something of his or hers, or I need to do something, just to have my hands. It's very useful to have my hands free, and all my shit is on my back and this small bag, and I'm not all bulky and everything with a whole bunch of layers, especially in the wintertime when it's cold. Then, well, there's a lot of utility in that because I can hold my kid, hold my wife's bag, and have all my shit just nicely on my back. Um, and then I can have this hoodie, I have a layer under it, and then I have a layer under this. And it doesn't really look like I have much on, but it's it's maybe like 50 degrees, maybe a bit lower normally. And this keeps me, 40 to 50 degrees, this keeps me super warm. And at first glance, just, I'm wearing a hoodie and some sweats, but if you take a deeper look, um, I'm wearing this particular hoodie and these particular sweats and this particular layering system and this particular color for these particular reasons. And that's just with my clothing, but pretty much everything that I have is, is someone like this. I have these particular things for this particular reason to fit my life perfectly and to decrease the amount of friction in my life because the less amount of friction in your life you have, it just frees up a lot of energy to do other shit. You might think I can, I can make do with a bulky sweater, but, and yes, I could, but if I have something that's much lighter, that keeps me just as warm, then maybe it saves me half a pound or a pound of clothing that I have to wear. And that's a pound or half a pound less that I have to carry every day while I walk around. And so if you take that same idea with your shoes, and your pants and whatever your underwear your shirt your layers your jacket everything that you're wearing you might be saving two three pounds of clothing that you don't have to carry around and even though that might not seem like a huge deal if you're carrying around an extra three pounds every day you're going to burn more energy every day and that's just you know physiology if you're carrying more weight you're going to burn more energy trying to carry that weight but if you look at this spiritually if you're carrying more shit on your on your mind well, you have less energy to think about other things. It's for the clothing, it's for the material stuff you have, but it's also like, a, I, don't, I don't want to say it's a way of life, but it is. It's, it's a way of thinking about things. The less energy you have to spend on, is this the right mug? Um, is this the right tripod? Is this the right shit? Is this the right, can you see it? The little charger? If you have those little details of your life right, you spend so much less energy in the long run on little shit that doesn't matter that much, 
But if you add up all these little things, all these little things, like it, and that's how I try to keep my whole house. Like every little thing is trying to be, is, is pinpointed at, you know, some end, utility, minimalist, but you know, just functional. If you have a like 50 things in your house and you probably have way more, you probably have more. If you really count, I've actually counted all my possessions I think the last time I counted all my personal possessions that are just mine, not like household shit, like a desk or all my kids clothes or all my wife's stuff, but just like personal stuff that I use on a consistent basis is probably somewhere between, I think it's about like a hundred items. But if each one of those items doesn't fit my life, say to use this tripod, I have to spend a minute setting it up. Or to say, I, say there's another tripod, because I've tried different tripods, but say I have to spend a minute or 30 seconds extra to set up a different tripod than this one. This can save me 15 seconds and this mug saves me five seconds or you know having my my coffee my coffee station just perfectly aligned so I could just scoop scoop make my coffee and and just have it like that it saves me probably a minute. Uh, having my charger right here and not have just being able to put my phone down on the charger and it charging instead of having to pick up the cord and then put it in my phone saves me what three, five seconds. If you add up all those little things throughout the day, you add up not, there's, here, here's one you might not even been thinking about because I wasn't until recently. How many times do you adjust your underwear throughout the day? Or how many times do you adjust your pants? Or how many times do you adjust your socks or your shirt? Or do you try to smooth things out? How many times do you brush your hair? Or do you clean your, your, your face? Um, all those little things. And how could you cut some of that out and if you can reduce it by 50% that's 50% more time that you have to do more meaningful things I would say with all those things included I probably save about just little little things maybe 30 minutes a day and like bigger things like we just got electric collars for my dogs um, for our dogs two dogs they broke they they broke the fence they they pushed the fence down because the squirrels that go over the fence, every time there's one, they, they they jump on the fence. They run at it and jump on it. And over time, it just fell down. And for a while, it was eating up so much of our day, just, just stressing mentally about, are they gonna get over the fence? And one of our dogs can just hop over the fence. And also, just, just on walks, them pulling, them tugging, them lunging at other dogs, going at squirrels. Now, Mind you, these are rescue dogs. That's gonna take a little bit more time than probably a regular dog that you raise from a, a puppy. And they're big dogs. And the first dog we got, if, you, if, you've, if you've been following the podcast for a while, you know that we didn't buy the dog. My parents gave us the dog, a Belgian Malinois mix. And we didn't even know what she was until later down the road when people just kept asking, is that this type of dog? Is that this type of dog? And finally we looked it up and like, that's probably that type of dog. We look it up and it's like the number one dog that you, you must train, that requires a whole bunch of time. And we just said, we'll take her without really even knowing that. So that's, that's our fault, but she's a great dog. Great with our kid. Just a lot of energy. We got these electric collars and man, it probably saves another 30 minutes. And 30 minutes, like time, just not having to go out and check on them every time they're, they're barking at something or trying to hop the fence or when we're walking and we don't have to stop to, to you say, stop pulling or stop doing whatever. They just walk beside us now with a little bit of correction. It's not like this shock collar, it just gives them a little vibration or a little beep and they fall in line. And the same thing with the fence. They used to dig holes under the fence, but 
basically what I'm saying, this one purchase. Now, we had to save up, we had to wait. We, we, we had to wait, it was, I think it was about $700 for this thing. And we wanted it for probably about half a year. We just couldn't afford it. And that sucked and we had to make do and we had to, you know, we had to, we, I mean, we have to take them on walks and pretty much we, we like to walk every day if we can. It's been raining lately, so we couldn't take them. Or when it's like 100 degrees out in the summer, we don't take them because it's 100 degrees. But um, say we're walking mostly every day, every other day, a couple times a week at least. And we walk about three miles each time, if not more. And it takes about an hour because we bring the kid to an hour, 20 minutes to do three miles because we got five beings walking on this thing. And this collar probably saves us. It saves us so much time, but in addition to that, it saves us so much stress and mental energy and frustration. And so like just this, this one $700 investment, it cost us $700 that we, we definitely could have used on other stuff, but it, it saves us at least 30 minutes a day. That's three and a half hours each week. And it saves us so much mental stress or mental energy to be able to do on other things. And I mean, if you, if you think about it, that could be a part of your aesthetic as well. You, what, what, what type of dogs do you have as part of your aesthetic? Um, you know, what type of collar you have, what type of leash you have. And I, I mean, we think about all this stuff to maximize how good it looks, but also how well it works and to maximize the amount of time that we have to do other stuff. These plants, they don't take much care, but they look great. And I wouldn't want plants that look even better, but take much more care because I'd rather, I value the time more than the beauty of the plants. But if I can strike that balance between nice plants and don't have to take care of them much, it's a win-win. That's how I try to look at everything. And when I say everything, I mean every little thing to, to really get your aesthetic down. And this really ties in, you know, this one branch of really just your philosophy on life. Now, this aesthetic we're focusing on looks and, and beauty and everything like that, but it can also be taken in like a very philosophical way. What's your philosophy on what type of clothes you should wear, how you should act, how you should be, you know, what, what function do the items around you serve? And if you take a look at every little thing in your life, you're probably gonna save yourself a whole bunch of time, a whole bunch of energy down the road. If, if you if you buy if you buy a pair of pants for ten bucks, they're going to be a ten dollar pair of pants. But if you buy a pair of pants for a hundred bucks, you might get ten times as much use. You might get twenty times as much use, and that's going to save you money down the road. So you don't have to keep buying pants and buying pants, going to the store and buying pants, um, spending the tax on the pants or spending the shipping on the pants. Even though the pair of pants that's more expensive might be $90 more, you gotta think of what am I really buying something that's better quality that's gonna last me much longer. And in the long run, I'm gonna save time and energy not having to rebuy a pair of pants or look for different pants. That's another thing I try to do. Like the, the clothes that I get, I wanna make sure that they're really good clothes. And I, and if I can get them on sale, which I typically do, like the, the pair of sweats I'm wearing, they're, I think they're, they're $60 sweats. And normally I would not pay more than 50 bucks for a pair of sweats. Cause I just don't feel like sweats need to be more than that. But I wait till they're on sale. And oftentimes you can get great winter stuff on sale in the summer and you can pay maybe half price for them. And that's what I try to do. I'm getting two pairs of these for the price of one. And these sweats, this first pair has lasted me 
quite a while. And if you look at all your pieces of clothes and kind of do the same thing, you're going to save a lot of money. And then when you need another pair, you just go buy the same pair and you don't have to spend time looking for more clothes. So you're saving countless amount of time by you invest a lot of time and energy finding the right thing at first and fitting it, the functionality, does it look good? Do you like it? Does it, all those little things. But once you figure it out, then you go on in the future and you're like, these pair of pants, I need to replace them. You just go get the same pair of pants or it's much easier finding another pair of pants that kind of fit this, that are similar and that are going to work for you. And it's not just the price and how they look, but like the functionality and the functionality and I've been doing a lot of research on, on materials, wool, synthetics, cotton, um, silk, just materials of clothing. And I just got, I got really deep into it and just knowing the pros and the cons and what this material is best for, what that material is best for, just having that knowledge, investing that much energy into having, to getting that information. Now when I go shopping, I know I don't, I'm not just buying stuff because it looks nice or because it's on sale. I'm buying it because, okay, this, this is this material. I check the materials. I check the price. I check the color, the size, um, the fit. And then I always keep the receipts because when I take something home, I try it out for maybe a couple weeks to a month. And then if I don't like it, I just go return it. If I really like it, I go buy a second um, pair or a second thing. You need to invest a lot of time and energy up front to figure out these small details. But these small details are going to pay off because if I can just go to the store and pick up, I know this is a good deal. This is a great quality item and then just make that decision like that. And I'm not going to store to store to store to store, looking for stuff, wasting money, wasting time, wasting energy. And I can just make the decision like that. I know exactly what I need. Then for the 70 to 80 years that I'm living, you know, that I have left to live, I'm going to save time every time I need to buy a piece of clothing or I need to buy a new piece of equipment for work or a new cup or a new coffee or a new food. Food's a huge one too. The, the food you eat can be a part of your aesthetic. Jordan Peterson only eats steak and salt and water. Like that is an aesthetic. That, that is, that serves a function. It looks cool. It sounds cool. But I mean, you, you don't have to be that extreme. But for me, it's, I know the best thing for me to eat is just meat and veggies. Like, and fruit. That's pretty much it. No sugar, no carbs, no nothing, no coffee even. And I still drink coffee because I like coffee. But if I am gonna drink coffee, I should drink it black. Sometimes I put some sugar in it because I'm still working on it. And that's another thing. It's all gonna be a, a work in progress. Refinement takes time. And so even though I'm spending all this time on the little things right now, it's gonna save me a whole bunch of time. But at each step of the way, you still have to refine. You still have to maintain the systems that you build for yourself. And they're going to save you a lot of time and energy, but you still have to put a little bit of time and energy in, but you have to invest a lot up front. You have to invest a lot up front. But the payoff is huge because you're saving time, energy, you're saving money. You're going to look better. You're going to feel better. You're going to perform better. You're going to be more productive. You're going to be more efficient. And you can spend your valuable time and energy doing other shit that's more important. And once you start it, once you've invested the, the bulk of the time and energy is going to have to be invested up front. But after that, you only have to invest a little bit. And I think that's worth it to figure out every little detail of your life. And I think that makes a person much more, I think it's beautiful. Because I mean, you look, we go back to the tree example. How intricate is a tree? It's pretty damn intricate. If you actually want to look at it and examine it and study it, it's a beautiful tree. And you can, you can pretty much do that with any tree because nature is beautiful because it's so intricate. It's, it's so complex, but it looks 
so simple and we take it for granted and we can do the same thing if we spend the same amount of time developing and refining ourselves. Yeah.